What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Dallas Diehards podcast for November 3rd, 2017, coming at you on Friday, doing a preview of this Sunday's game against Kansas City Chiefs. I am your host, as always, comedian Spencer Silios, and here with the uh, the homie, Colby Howard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We just woke up, even though it's way too late in the afternoon for that to be a thing. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about it. We're going to keep <laughs> it moving. But the big news, man, that we just found out, Ezekiel Elliott gonna play this Sunday. Yeah, yeah that is so huge. That's yeah, it's gigantic. They allow they're allowing him to play. Um, in the end, more more crazy, fancy legal jargon. But uh, what I know is where we're at now is he's in some kind of a court that uses a three judge system, and those three judges said that they did not have enough time to rule on it. So because they didn't have enough time, they granted that temporary stay to allow him to play again. Which I don't even know what that means, but uh, you know, it sounds like uh, like some legal shit that yeah, I don't understand, yeah. and I'm just happy. Look, he's playing on Sunday. It's uh, every week is just kind of like cool. Yeah, he's playing, for sure. Yeah. I'll take it, but I don't really understand it. You know, you think there's uh, somebody that the Cowboys have assigned to like keeping and like making sure he's actually suspended and you know not allowing him in the building, and then as soon as he's not suspended, making sure that like his ID works again, he can come right back in. Yeah, that's got to be really difficult because I mean it's every like couple days yeah, like switching he's just up. Sitting in his car. <laughs> I don't even know, man. Sitting in his car, the star, like just chilling at the Omni, what hotel bar, just waiting for them to tell him he can come back to practice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even honestly want to talk about the whole the suspension. I'm just happy he's playing, man. Because yeah, we really we need him this so week. bad in this game because when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, the biggest problem they have is run defense, and what we do best is run the ball. And you know what I mean. Yeah. And, our, and our offensive line has been really being strong these past couple of weeks. Zeke is in perfect form right now. Hopefully this getting suspended, getting reinstated. I mean, he's used to it by now. I'm sure he'll be fine. You know, hopefully. Yeah, the last couple of games he's been through the exact same thing and he's dominated, but still. We just need him to be dominant on Sunday if we really have any hope of winning this game. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it starts with him. I think we would need to come out in some three wide receiver sets and then really pound the rock. So that way we're spreading them out and still running the ball. Get them into yeah. two down linemen sets where they're only, because they run a 3-4. Yeah. So if we can have those two down linemen and then we're going to go up against their linebackers. Derek Johnson, who used to be fantastic and it's still really damn good yeah he's he's definitely in the lighter part of his career where he's not as agile and not as good of a run defender i think For we can sure. exploit well, that and really pound the rock yeah well, i was gonna say chance. this is 11 12th year or something like that so that's yeah yeah i mean it makes sense sure. yeah, yeah it's not like a really slight against him but um, we gotta take advantage of it but yeah so we uh i was i found some stats of course since uh since zeke got drafted he by far is leading the league in yards and by far is leading the league in touchdowns so since Start of 2016, Zeke has 2,321 yards. Closest person to him is uh, Le'Veon Bell, of course, who has 2,028. So he's got more than 300 there. Uh, Zeke's got 21 touchdowns. Only one that's even close to that is LaShawn McCoy had 16. Le'Veon Bell has 12. So he has yeah, almost... I think Le'Veon Bell hasn't played all the games in the last two years. That's true. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's part true. of it. Um, but I'll still take Zeke over everybody. But yeah, I mean, he's got five more touchdowns than LaShawn McCoy, who's in second on that list. You know what I mean? And that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, so obviously having that back in the game is going to be amazing and then it gives you like you're saying we spread them out a little bit run a lot of double moves a lot of like late play action plays because going back and watching all the highlights with the Chiefs what you see that they the biggest suspects they have on their defense which is it's only suspect really because they're missing Eric Berry yeah, they had him Eric it would hurt. be oh man I'd be terrified it'd be astounding Sunday. that they're missing one of the best players in the league and they still have and a great they're still defense. dominant yeah I mean I think they'd be undefeated if they had Eric Berry honestly yeah. um, but really the thing I'm, I'm seeing is they they can be exploited on double moves because Marcus Peters, for as great as he is, and as many interceptions and forced fumbles he gets, he will he can jump right. So if he yeah. jumps throughout, and then we beat him on a play action something, you know, I don't know. I mean that's really 
it, when you're looking at this team, it, they're so good, it's really hard to find what's going to work. Right, yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, you just... It, I've been watching all this highlights like, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Because, I mean, they really shut down short passing attempts because they're such a good tackling team. Yeah. And then they blitz so exotically that, like, I mean, we have a great offensive line, so we should be good there, but it's going to be a challenge for sure. Yeah, they do and a they lot have of a really blitzes. speedy defense, too. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's fast. real fast on their team, which that's all credit to Andy Reid just by drafting the yeah. fastest players he can find every year. But I think it's a good matchup for us because we're a much more power offense and they're a speedy defense, so hopefully we can just, you know, bulldoze them. Oh, right? yeah, just be like, we're sure. better than you, and there's a five-yard run. For sure, 100%. Um, but yeah, so in a, in a 12 hour stretch there a couple of days ago, we, the Eagles traded for Jay Ajayi and then we lost Zeke and now obviously we know that we have Zeke back, but that was a, that was a real rough trade deadline day right there. It was brutal, man. I, I hate seeing Jay Ajayi on the Eagles. Yeah. Watching them acquire Jay Ajayi really, really fucking sucks. Um, I mean, I obviously it doesn't work out. Obviously you have to learn the playbook and everything, but yeah, just let's, let's get another DeMarco Murray type of situation. You know, <laughs> Eagles get a great running back, but they're just stupid. And they, they just they, can't they do it. Up. Yeah. We'll see. But this, the, what sucks now is the Eagles actually have a coach. Whenever yeah, they, don't they don't have Chip have, Kelly. They don't have that weird. They don't freaking, have a college mascot pretending to be an NFL head coach. Yeah. That idiot, uh, Chip Kelly. But yeah, um, that's super scary. But thank God we have Zeke back at least for another game. It's huge, man. My it's question huge. is what almost what you almost wonder about is since he keeps getting all these temporary stays, if they finally do order that he has to sit it out, it could be in the playoffs, right? That's really true. Like it um, could be. I honestly think because right now we've got what nine games left in the season. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if we keep doing this rigmarole of he's suspended, no, he's not, and then for three weeks, at the end of that, if there's only six regular season games left and you keep doing the cycle right, of a stay yeah. and suspended, then you might just need to let him sit out the last six yeah, games of the season just saying. so we can get him for the playoffs. I mean, at this point, I know they're are Depending on what happens in the next three weeks, though, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, you for know, sure. Because... We're coming up against a really hard stretch. You absolutely, know, yeah. Be a lot of proof. And I know his Chiefs Falcons Eagles stretch. Yeah, and their argument is that he's absolutely innocent. And if like if that's true, then I want him to keep fighting him. But at the same time, I do not want him to miss playoff games because we are pretty royally screwed if we start missing games in January and you know February, the the big one in February. Yeah, yeah. we got to get there though. I, I think I think we'll have him. But uh, as, as far as other weird news going on this Sunday, we got uh, Tony Romo commenting on the uh, the game. Oh, yeah, I can't wait be, for that. It's going to be, be fun, time. man, because I love listening to him commentate. He's great at it. He already calls so many plays. I can only imagine, I imagine how what he's he knows. Call. He still knows yeah. the words, you know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you they haven't changed every single... We've changed a lot, though, since last season. You really can notice it? No, they have. They have. But there's no way they've changed all their terminology, you know what no, I mean? No, not at all. You just can't. You no. can't recycle it or just kind of re- start your playbook all over again. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait to see that. You and think then, he's going to be more like Troy Aikman, where he's aggressively like a Cowboys hater? Because I, I noticed that a lot with Troy when he's commenting on the Cowboys games. He really just can. I don't know, man. He just Cowboys hate sometimes. I don't think I don't think Romo will be like that. Just because like watching him call every game, he's so genuine, and it's just like he's having so much fun. So I just think he'll have even more fun because he knows the people on the field that much more. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I I'd like to think that, but I mean, sometimes he's definitely been very critical in the booth right like if someone fucks up he's honest and he'll say that's true up. yeah so no that's true i could see him just being a little more uh a little bit more of an edge against the cowboys because he doesn't want people to call him on homer yeah know? exactly yeah uh, i thought it was funny they asked uh dak about if he thought you know romo would go easy on him and he was like no i'm sure he's gonna go way harder on him <laughs> so, yeah, i'm sure right. he's gonna be way meaner than he usually is and that's fine and i was like awesome yeah. This is such a test for the Cowboys this, this Sunday, especially because Zeke. I mean, we got no excuse. Oh you know? yeah, hundred percent. And it's a good team. It's going to be a good like I'm really measuring just worried stick about game. Who the hell covers Tyreek Hill? Ah, 
right? Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, there's no one that we have. I mean, it's just going to yeah. be a battle. I just – Cheeto yeah. probably won't play, and I would say he's the best – Pure matchup. He's not as fast, nah, but I mean, I would I would put Anthony Brown on him, right? Just because he's the best combination of experience and athleticism. That's true, but just like I mean, we don't have someone that's as fast as him, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, like, no that, one does. That doesn't but, exist. Yeah, but I mean, we don't. Problem for me is we just don't have safeties that I believe in. You yeah, know? even with the pick six last week by Byron Jones, which was nice. You know, he still is just very hit or miss. He still has a lot to prove know? for sure. And Jeff Heath is a dumpster fire, so he just got that back there, and it's. I mean, I'm terrified. We they really could take the top off of our defense really quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why you know best defense is uh, good offense. That's why you hold the ball? I want to see us have like 35 to, yeah, minutes man. of possession. Huge, huge <laughs> possessions, like long drives for touchdowns. Finishing them, which is because uh, like that's what we did in San Francisco. Is we finished drives for touchdowns last week. We finished we drives for, for the, field goals, which is why the, the game was time, way closer. That was the first time all year that that's happened. I mean, we talked about it, and I think in the preview to the Washington game about how great the red zone offense has been. Oh yeah, for it's sure, elite. For you sure. know, you have one down week. I, I'm not too. No, that worried was about one it yet. time that we weren't able to to finish, but you saw it, that game ended up being you know a lot closer, a little too close for comfort in most people's mind, my mind included. Yeah, I, and if it were a better team, I, you know. It, it's worrisome, and I guess because it's not a good team, it's a little something to be worried about. But I feel like we're nitpicking a little bit. I think we right, handled the yeah. business. We, you know, we got points. We scored. It's fine. We yeah, won the, we won the game. game. Yeah, yeah ended I'm, up ended up as a W. So I guess we can't be too too critical there. I don't know, man. I'm just more worried about what the fuck do we do against this like Travis Kelsey and and. and yeah, because that's outside. the thing that makes the the Chiefs' offense so like for me so scary is because not only they have Travis Kelsey, but then they have Kareem Hunt, they have Tariq Hill. It's almost like if one of them is getting stopped, they're like oh cool, we still have three other dynamic offensive playmaking weapons. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like playing your own team, like a mirror of your own team, because the uh, the Cowboys are the same way. Like oh, Dez doesn't have it. Cool, we still have Jason Witten. Well, I think really what makes their offense go is Travis Kelsey. In their last nine games uh, with Travis Kelsey going over 100 receiving yards, they're 8-1. Okay, so yeah, it really so just it comes is, yeah. down to – I mean, but also you look at it, the Chiefs have been great in the last, like, two years. So saying they're 8-1 when he goes over 100 yards is kind of, you know, yeah. it, it's a coincidence in a sense. But I really think that, that there's some trueness to that, that statement that really when he's going – it takes so much attention from your defense that then you can throw it to heat uh, to Hill deep, and then you got Kareem Hunt at the backfield. It's just so many weapons. Yeah, man. exactly, just dynamic. And then if you take away one, cool, I'll throw it to the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you guys did you did playing really well for Kareem Hunt. Well, awesome. We still have this guy named Tyreek Hill. You know what I mean? One of their uh, like a uh, auxiliary weapons, uh, Albert Wilson, number fourteen. He's a speedy wide receiver type of guy. Looks like he's hurt, might not play. So that's, that's true. That's yeah, good he hasn't for been us. practicing, which is nice. Hope he's all right, but I hope he does not play this week. Right? Yeah, that's the one thing. Whenever like people, uh, you know, people are hurt for their life, I want them to be fine, but they can sit out this week and just not play. Right? Yeah. Uh, just so miss, here's miss the Sunday. full their full injury report for yesterday. Uh, D four didn't practice. Pass rushing linebacker um, Justin Houston was limited with a knee injury, is what they listed it as. Minnie Logan, a rotational defensive lineman, was in full practice, so he looks like he might come back. Albert Wilson, which you mentioned, didn't practice at all. Now, that's a hamstring injury, so you feel like hamstring injury on a speedy receiver, he's going to end up not playing most likely. Yeah. I want to see, you know, on, on our side of the ball, uh, Cole Beasley having a big game. I know he's limited in participation uh, yesterday. Hopefully he's all good to go today, and his concussion protocol, he passes through it. You know, yeah, I'm hoping all, all good signs for him. And if he's feeling any type of situation... 
yeah. discomfort. Don't play, man. But yeah, for sure. If he's good to go, I really want to feed him because I think that is something we can exploit as with their their linebacker situation. As we were talking earlier with Derek Johnson, kind of being a little older, he's not as great in coverage. He's still good, but it, no one can cover Cole Beasley. Right, so if we yeah. can really get him going in the middle of the field, <laughs> taking attention there. After we're really pounding the rock, then we can take start taking some big throws down the field to uh, yeah, Dez and T. For Will. sure, yeah, we need that sauce in the game. We really just need a complete offensive game, especially with time of possession. They have uh, she. They added Dez to the, the injury list. They had him as full participation with a knee injury. So that's huh. that's a when did that awesome. happen? I don't know. This is the one that I'm reading. They like they, like snuck it in. It's yeah. weird because on the Cowboys team, when I don't think I saw that. Damn, uh, it's also got. Let's see. It's got Demarcus Lawrence as limited and Tyron Smith as a limited as well. But that's not to be Tyron's hard. not to be expected. I mean, he's you know, yeah, he's, he's at that been point. hurt. We know what he is on Sunday. We really just need him to get to every Sunday. Yeah. Well, the uh, AP position rankings came out, and the Cowboys have the best offensive line. That makes sense. Pittsburgh number two. Yep. yep. Uh, Eagles yeah. number three. Uh, okay. Even without Jason Peters, Eagles being number three. So. Yeah, they have a they have a good team, man. It really really fucking sucks that Ajayi's there. Like they just added. Let's just hope it doesn't work. Let's just hope it's another, you know. It probably it probably will work, but uh, it probably is gonna work. I was gonna say. I mean, Doug Peterson said that they're not gonna start him immediately because it doesn't do him any good if he doesn't know the place. I was like, oh man, thank God. So he might not really be an effective, you know, person for that first game we have to play against them. The Eagles got to play Denver this weekend, which I'm excited to see how that goes. You know, because hopefully Denver beats them. You know Brock Osweiler starting that game? You know what's even funnier, Spencer? The yeah. Browns are going to pay Brock Osweiler $900,000 to not play for them on Sunday. <laughs> I think that's the oh funniest thing. That that's pretty ridiculous, right? Dude, that is the funniest thing. His uh, his game check for, uh, that he'll get from for playing in that game, $345,000. So the Browns are wow. going to pay him almost double to not to play not on their play. team. <laughs> wow. And you know uh, what? And you know what? Hey good investment right it's a good investment (laughs) i I gotta it's ridiculous man how bad is brock osweiler that trevor simeon especially do you watch that um the game against the chiefs oh he played garbage dude like that's one of those games where as a casual observer you're like i could play in the nfl look at this guy (laughs) you know what i mean like honestly after watching that too it gave me some confidence for the cowboys because that broncos team as much as they kicked our fucking ass i don't even want to talk about that right as much as they beat us you know, they were close against the Chiefs, and Trevor Simeon is garbage. Yeah, Trevor Simeon was absolute garbage. You know? um, but that really but shows it's you. terrifying, right? Trevor Simeon plays us, looks like an MVP. Lights us up. Plays against a good Chiefs defense, looks like garbage. So, this is true. we'll and see how Sunday Alex goes. Alex Smith looks like an MVP yeah. all year. That's what I'm saying. And What's he going to look like against us, man? <laughs> Maybe it's some weird uh, Twilight Zone situation where well, we make a good quarterback play bad. Hey, maybe. It never works. I mean, Aaron Rodgers always carved us up, but hey, look. You maybe, know, yeah, you never can know. dream, right? Let me dream. A boy can dream. I don't know, man. I'm I'm very worried, but I think this is the true test, right? Like, right. we'll see after this week what this Cowboys team is. I think they're for real. I think they have a real chance to go in the Super Bowl. I don't even think we need to win this game to maintain that positivity, but as long it as it's competitive. It would really help. It, just it would help immensely, but as, as long as it's for me it's competitive, then I'll be happy, you know, because we're we're four and three. We can we could drop to four and four. Yeah, right? no, we could drop. I just, it would suck, but we could. Yeah, still you be just all don't right. want to see a team with. This then we much can't talent. lose to the Eagles. That's the thing. Like yeah. if we lose this game, that Eagles game becomes a must win. You know, at least one of them, hundred percent, has to be a must win. Because I think we could sneak in a wild card with this, uh, you know, shaky NFC. Yeah, the NFC just maybe still, a nine and seven. Still looks bad. But I don't, yeah. That's not good. I, don't, I don't, you know we don't need that. Like yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I would like you say we can slip to four and four at the halfway point and be fine. Like yeah, but this team is way too talented for all that. 
level yeah. shit. To me, to it's just not a it's poor. not a must win. It's like you got to perform, you got to be close, but it's not you don't have to win. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see it though. I don't know. I think the the best um, the best unit matchup to watch is going to be our secondary versus their receivers. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah, if dude, you can win that oof. most of the time, then I think we'll be just fucking fine. That I mean, because they've got Tyreek Hill, they've got DeAnthony Thomas, they've got that dude Albert Wilson, who we don't know if he'll play. Um, yeah. I got another guy, number seventeen. Was it Chris Connolly? Um, is it Connolly? Yeah, Con- I'm pretty something sure that's like that. Um, but basically, they're all really fucking fast, man. That's just what the the Chiefs wide receiver core is. Yeah, absolutely. they don't really have anyone big that goes up against the ball, but everyone can outrun you. Like I say, like Andy Reid has built. He's done a hell of a job building. Dude, they're running like a weird type of spread team. offense, right? Like, it's, oh, yeah, it's very college. Like, sure. it r- reminds me a lot of the offense that Alex Smith actually ran at Utah, which yeah, is probably why he's said. dominating. That's, so no, much. yeah, that's yeah. what uh, I saw. This piece where Andy Reid said he went back and watched that team. You know, Alex Smith was a really? part of one of the the only college backfield ever to have three 1,000-yard rushers. And one of them being him? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so they had two 1,000-yard running backs in senior year. He also rushed for 1,000 yards. Dude, when you see him year. run, you're like, damn, he's really, he really move. fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, like Dak, where it's like they're great in the pocket, but like get him on space and they're fast yeah. as shit. But yeah, no, I started an article where Andy Reid went back and he started talking to like Alex Smith's quarterback coach at Utah, his you know his uh, offensive coordinator at Utah, and figuring out like what he could really, really do and why they built that playbook the way they did. And then he said he put the emphasis on his as passing instead of running, so they just took out the, everything that Alex Smith can't do as far as routes and throws, took all that shit out, and just replaced it with combinations he can throw all day. Smart, man, because yeah, he's looked dominant smart. this yeah. year. It's crazy. Um, w- watching the Steelers game, who beat the Chiefs, and I watched that one a lot of the full game just because I really wanted to see, you know, what were the Steelers doing that was, that was stopping them? And, man, it's just pounding the rock. I mean, yeah. Le'Veon Bell just dominated that Steelers defense. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, that dude, that dude's cold. We saw the stats. He was the he's the second in yards and real close in touchdowns. But yeah, he hasn't. I think Le'Veon Bell is a better like overall like pass receiver if you include that as well. But I'd still rather running the ball for me. I'd still rather have Zeke, man. I really would. I mean, yeah, I'd I'd rather have. Uh, what do you What do you need? That's how. Uh, okay, I you spilled some, some water shit. like a dumbass. Yeah. Way to go. At least it was water. Oh, Jesus, everywhere. Yeah, nice. yeah, there's a lot of water. I don't know how you didn't notice it. Um, no, I didn't at all. I'm actually uh, paying attention to trying to record a podcast. <laughs> well, you. All right, I was trying to get something to drink so I could be a professional and not have a dry, raspy-ass voice. And uh, now your water is not dry everywhere. nor raspy. So. Well, luckily I didn't get on any electronics. I don't give a fuck. It's water. <laughs> Anytime I spill water, I don't give a shit, right? Like, right, it doesn't yeah, matter. Like, sure. does, you know, it's not going to stain. It 100%. Really... Yeah, like, oh, thank as long as it's not a lot water. of water. Dude, one time I had this uh, uh, little mini dishwasher in my, uh, my kitchen that I had I had built because it was a small place, and I was trying to re- uh, replace it because it had broken the little pump in there. So I'm taking it out, and I thought I'd turned the uh, water in feed all the way off, but I turned it all the way on. <laughs> so as soon as I undid it, it was like a movie scene where just Spraying gallons water of water is shooting yeah. all across this apartment, and I'm just like, I have this giant hose of water everywhere. And uh, yeah, that that was a big mistake. Costly mistake. Right, yeah. <laughs> Lots for sure. of money and damages there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. That's but, real funny. It was, it was, it's, it's funny in hindsight. In the moment, it was terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those, like, this yeah. is the worst thing I could have Oh, yeah, for sure. One yeah. thing I uh, did want to touch on, so I saw in an article... They the guy the guy quote the quote was he was saying that uh, Prescott taking over for Romo has got to be one of the best quarterback transitions of all time and then after that we talked about it a lot we're putting mm-hmm. them easily at third right it's got to be third I think it's third right now right because his career is still going on so that's so yeah, hard to say yeah, for sure yeah it's been one of the smoothest transitions ever but if we're talking just like you know just 
greatest replacement. It's got to be Steve Young. Yeah, oh, it's Steve it's Young. It's got to be Steve replacing Joe Montana. And it's Hall then, of Famer for Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know? and then two is Bledsoe for Brady. Is you know really good quarterback to one of the greatest of all but time. See, the thing for me is Romo is hundred percent better than Bledsoe. Career stats, peak, all of it. In any way you want to point at it, to me, Romo's way better than Bledsoe. Now. <laughs> Obviously, Brady's better than Dak. I like right, him. Yeah, but like, look, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, until we see, I think that there's a chance it could be the second best. It could be. You know, yeah, could, I just I think mean, the reason it'll be never the be the first, first is no, because <laughs> Romo's not. Yeah, Romo's not. Not Joe, Joe Montana. Montana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love him, but he's not. Yeah, no, I just, uh, I thought that was great. Like, that was really good phrasing. I really started thinking about it hard. I was like, yeah, he's. It's got to be number three then for that for that reason. It's yeah. got to be three. Got to be. I can't even think. What was what was another one of the great ones? Uh, well, I guess you could say Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck could be three. Yeah, yeah, you could say Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. But we're seeing how that's working out in Indianapolis oh, right now. God, Jesus, so they're, they're so fucking dumb. it up, man. Bro, uh, like, I forget what, I might have been Ian Rappaport, but he tweeted after, because, you know, they put him, they put Andrew Luck on the injured reserve, so he's out the rest of the year now. Yeah. Um, well, he tweeted after that, he's like, a team that drafts <laughs> Peyton Manning and then drafts Andrew Luck and only wins one Super Bowl, that's a bad franchise. 100%. It's like, yeah. Jim Irsay sucks. Man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's too much about, like, don't get me wrong, he knows how to get a quarterback and land one of those. He just doesn't put a team around him at all. He's a lot better at drinking and driving than he is drafting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Nah, he, he bothers me, man, because he's, he's got that real sleaze factor to him. A little bit, like, yeah. Like, he just, I don't You know, see him man. and you feel like he makes money doing things crooked. <laughs> I just feel like he has put some women in some uncomfortable situations. Probably, yeah, probably. And, like, I got nothing to back that up. And, right? yeah, That's I was going to say, Jim Mercy, if you're hearing this, just yeah. know that it's true. We have all the proof. <laughs> yeah, we got all the proof. We're bribing you, motherfucker. Right. Um... Well, Rob Marinelli, another article I read, said uh, the only defensive lineman comparison he could make for David Irving, Julius Peppers. I know, man. And you I told me about that. that. And that's like, damn, that beautiful. makes a ton of sense. It really does. The size, the they're athleticism. Both tall, they're both way too fast the for how tall they are. strength. Yeah. <laughs> the ability to get forced fumbles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But what's crazy is that we're not playing David Irving on the outside because that's where Julius Peppers dominated his entire career. Yeah, still exactly. is today on the yeah, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, still is dominating. Um, yeah, you think with that comparison he would move to the outside, but I don't know, man. It's hard to argue with what they're doing because it's working. Imagine if David Irving could play as long as Julius Peppers, though. How beautiful that would be. How old is he now? He's only like 24, right? David Irving? Yeah, he's young. Yeah, I mean, because no, I think he came young. he came in the, the league pretty young. I'll look it up right now. Um, but, but if yeah. he if he could play like a Chili's Peppers type career, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, he's one of those. He's yeah, one he's, of those only 20? he's only 24. He just yeah, turned yeah, 24 in August. From Compton, California. Compton. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, no comment on that. <laughs> um, no, but see, here's what I think. Like, if he could have a career like Julius Peppers, which would be amazing, and have him stay with us instead of Julius Peppers where he bounced around the league. Oh, yeah, you absolutely, know? yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. This man has a nine-foot wingspan. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has a nine-foot wingspan. Six-foot-seven, nine-foot. What? And how do you reach for things? Like, how are you reaching for <laughs> things that are close to you with nine feet long? Or, like, your arms are four and a half feet long. Like That is ridiculous, man. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not four and a half feet, right? You got a chest. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I know, but you know, well, from, okay, yeah, from yeah. the middle of his chest to the right, end of his right, head, right. but still, yeah, that's yeah. way too long, is what I'm saying. It's crazy, man. Um, He's a freak. He's a beast, though. The, yeah. the combination of him and Demarcus Lawrence. Also, man, last week, uh, you know, PFF comes out with their like uh, top rankings of the week, you know, and uh, their top ranking pass rushers number two, Tyrone Crawford. Right? Yeah, it's Crawford. Surprising, but uh, I mean, I, I love. Mean, he it. had a great game. So. Yeah, I mean, he had a great game, but damn, number two, forced that know? fumble. Yeah, I, I like it though. It's it's cool. Like the, those three are just really balling out. If we can get Malik coming a little bit, and uh, 
We could get a sighting of a taco truck somewhere. I don't know, man. Uh, I still think that tweet is so funny. It's David Irving has a – or Demarcus Lawrence has a dominating game. D- uh, David Irving plays well. Taco has fun. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the funniest fucking thing. It's hilarious, but it's heartbreaking at the oh, same time. Oh, yeah, it is very, very true. Very heartbreaking. Because he's really feeling like a bust week to week to week. Oh, you want to hear another yeah, stupid and- statistic about how bad the Browns are? So Matt Ryan has more career wins. He's won 89 games since he entered the NFL in 2008. The Cleveland Browns have won 88 games since 1999. So oh in my God. in damn near two decades, they've won 88 games since 2008, which is what 11 years. Matt Ryan's won 89. Jesus, that is just stupid, dude. I just feel bad for Cleveland fans, man. Oh, man, and the Jimmy Garoppolo trade, he got traded to 49ers. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Bill Belichick comes out and said he didn't want to send him to Cleveland. Yeah. And he just traded Jamie Collins to Cleveland, yeah, which so means really it was spite. You. He just yeah. said, fuck you, that Jamie really Collins, you. go die in Cleveland. Yeah, which, he basically said uh, something along the lines of, like, yeah, like, Cleveland really wanted him, but I didn't want to send him there. And they were like, why? He was like, well, I really believe in Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. He was like, so you don't believe in Cleveland is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you didn't want to kill Jimmy Garoppolo's career. You wanted him to still do something, which I think fucking genius trade, by them, by the way. Yeah, we talked about it in that reaction podcast we hit with the Elliot news because that uh, trade broke right when we were doing that podcast. Yeah, yeah, we were. But man, yeah, I agree with you. It's that's going to be fantastic for them. I mean, yeah, that's. I think that's a. I think fantastic he's the trade. exact type of quarterback that Kyle Shanahan needs. The fact that he can mold him out there. Oh, for sure, and he's young great. enough to where he can you know go through that whole fixing the team process with them. You know, like he'll be able to learn and get better. And then you're looking at in like three, four years, he'll have a tremendous amount of game experience and be able to. You know, be able to actually do something. So uh, I just had Googled David Irving to look up his, you know, his his age. Uh, and the first link comes up and it says, welcome to David Irving's website. And then the title of the website is fpp.co.uk. So I'm like, the fuck and is this? Creepy Matlock looking white dude. <laughs> the most white British dude you've ever seen. Apparently it's some historian. David Irving's irregular blog, A Radical's Diary. That's <laughs> what it says out there. David Irving. Um, oh, here's another thing. I mean. David Irving was on the uh, Kansas City practice squad, so he's coming back to uh, oh, really? you know what I mean. That. Oh, he's cool. not coming back because the game's in Dallas. But oh yeah, that's, that's cool, that's cool to that. see, right? Yeah. So I think he's going to ball out because we need him, man. The, uh, oh yeah, for sure. The Chiefs' offensive line it's solid, but it's not great. You know what I mean? It's not elite by any means. So I think you know that's something we got to exploit for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think I really think key to the game is us staying off the field and keeping that offense on the fucking field. I think the biggest thing is not allowing Alex Smith the time to throw deep. Well, you know that's I mean? Yeah, that, that'll be... Because when he throws that deep ball to Kelsey across the middle of the field to Tyreek deep, you know, it's just, it's uh, it's unstoppable. Yeah, 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 for sure. And especially, like, I mean, we've we've uh, we've talked about it multiple times. Uh, he still hasn't thrown a pick this year. I'm pretty sure Alex Smith has, like, I was yeah 15 touchdowns, right. no picks. You're right, but I've watched a lot of highlights, man, and there's been so many dropped interceptions. Oh, no, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he should have thrown one, but still, it's astounding that we're this far through the year and you don't have one on the ledger. So hopefully this will be that breakthrough where, you know, Anthony Brown can, can hold on to it, doesn't have one negated by penalty. Byron Jones have another pick six. I hope so, but man, we'll see. It, he doesn't make any bad throws. That's just what he does. You know, yeah. he just he keeps it in position. That classic game manager. He's just, yeah, he's smart. He's really smart with the ball. So that's something we just we 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 can't really expect any takeaways. As much as I would like to, you know, I just don't ex- really expect that to happen because the Chiefs really holding the ball well. So we just gotta. I mean, our offense has got to beat their defense. Yeah, they just gotta score when they have the opportunity. I mean, I think we gotta score like I mean near forty points if we're gonna win this game. Yeah, I hope not, though, man. I mean, I think it's gonna. That's what it's got to be, right? Like, I can't imagine. 
it happening in any way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we would have to have something like we're talking about, like a turnover or something in order for it to not get that high. Um, okay, so, oh, dude, we were talking about earlier, what if Z gets suspended in the playoffs? Uh, apparently, to something that the lawyers filed today says that, uh, <laughs> God, this is legal talk. Um, basically, to break this down for you, they said that the playoffs are the most important time for Ezekiel Elliott's career, and if he's innocent, missing him, making him miss those games is infinitely more valuable than making him miss these games. So they're basically saying that if yeah if you know if you can if you're not gonna suspend him for the regular season and you're still not sure by that point then you definitely can't do it in the postseason because it's so it more, seems like if we could get to the end of the season then it'll then it'll roll definitely over be next year. year or nothing at that point um which is fucking nuts can we just drop this shit man yeah the man's for sure. innocent free him it's ridiculous yeah uh even this one even jerry jones is getting tired of it he just he said that this whole this whole circumstance is very ambiguous and laughable never seen anything like it like, yeah there's just yeah, not a lot of logic true. behind it man hundred percent. Wasn't like, charged by the police. There's not any evidence that I can seem to find. If I'm missing something, I'm missing something. But I don't think like I am. Like you said, if he did it, he deserves to miss a year. He no, he deserves to, to go to fucking up. jail. Yeah, he yeah. deserves to be locked up. But, but I don't think if he did. not, then clear the man's damn name. Let's talk about some beautiful things. David Irving's got five sacks in three games and only nine and a half in his career. Wow. That's <laughs> Just exploding this year, man. absolutely insane. I'm thinking he's going to have a huge game on Sunday. I'm excited. Yeah, you look at the the his numbers and Demarcus Lawrence's numbers are great, but if you look at the <clears throat> you, David or David Irving's played like one third of the snaps that he has and has almost put up to production, like it's stupid. How? But I think the combination is that because Demarcus Lawrence is doing so good, it frees up David Irving. Oh yeah, for sure. No, yeah, that's one hundred percent it. Because they're definitely. I think I'm at this point. If I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm definitely more worried about Demarcus Lawrence than David Irving. Like if I get the choice to stop one, it's going to be Demarcus. Hundred percent, and that just puts Tyrone Crawford one on one. Exactly. No, ru- no running back even looking game. at him. That's why he has a great game. Yeah. That's- it's that. It's all of that. Everyone playing together is the big thing. If we could just stay healthy. I'm excited. Because man. Jalen Smith had a great game against Washington. Yeah, he did. Yeah, him not having to play constantly now that he's in that rotation We've with Jalen Smith, two Anthony weeks. Hitchens. Yeah, it's much I think it's better gonna be that great way. Again, this week. Um, yeah, it's you know he he has started to look better. He's definitely not getting his his floor isn't as low. I wouldn't say I'm not seeing him just absolutely get fucking destroyed because we did for yeah I think he had two I'd say really really bad games, but still. Yeah, man. I don't know. We just need to. Just gotta just keep playing like we're playing, you know. Not not get too crazy. Just I don't know. I, we, where's Cole Beasley? You know, he hasn't done much this year. Yeah, he he's hasn't. St- he's still who he is. They're just showing a lot more attention to him. And we're not throwing it to him as much. But man, I'd like to see him really get it going. Yeah, for sure. I know he hasn't. I think he's only scored. Does, does he yeah. have a touchdown? He's got two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah. But he's only got 18 catches on the year and 141 yards. Yeah, I mean, so that's. that's- yeah, it's absolutely 141 yards is pretty attainable in a game. Dude, you know? he, he, exactly. He had, a, uh, what, 800 last year? Yeah. And he had like 70 catches. Yeah. And he and had it's crazy. 10 to 11 touchdowns. Yeah, man. But he's, I mean, he's got two touchdowns in the year, which isn't bad for only 18 catches. But I mean, it he's makes, just got to get the ball more. It man. makes sense that just defensive coordinators paying more attention to him and Dak's not going to force it to him because he's not that kind of guy. So all, right, that, but I all think, that makes sense to me. You know, I think what happened was. One of the off weeks, uh, he probably was at a restaurant or something. He had some waiter come up to him, call him a girl. <laughs> really fucking threw him off, took him out of his mojo. Uh, if you're just listening to the episode and you wonder what the fuck we talk, we're talking about, uh, old boy Colby over here uh, waited on Colby. Well, kind of waited on Colby Beasley and called him a girl and didn't realize who it was. Yeah, accidentally took some food to his table, said, here you go, ladies, here's some salads. Oh, shit. And then uh, laughed it off with Colby Beasley. He was real funny about it. 
And uh, yeah, so maybe that cursed him. Maybe he's just really, really been questioning who he is, and he's, he's probably emotionally distraught. You know, he doesn't really realize who he is. I made him question his own reality. I mean, it happens. I mean, not even his reality, mostly his gender. You know, <laughs> he's, he's thinking about transitioning. He's going through a thing. <laughs> he's thinking about transitioning. Here's what's something I'm worried about on Sunday. If it's a close game, how much can we rely on Mike Nugent? I think we can. I mean, he looked pretty solid last he only, week. He fucked up. He missed a forty-nine yarder he in the rain. Missed his first kick in the rain. First kick. Yeah, yeah and he so. hasn't kicked in a year and a half. So I think I think we'll be fine with the Nuge. Also, <laughs> the position to only call Mike Nuge. The Nuge. <laughs> yeah, granted, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. You know, hundred percent. He is forever the Nuge. Yeah. Uh, yeah every time Nuge he kicks sure. it, you know, the Nuge is good. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I have faith in that. I think that was a great. I think that's which is it's nice that kicker is a position where you can sign somebody off the street who hasn't been in the NFL for a year and a half and they'll be okay. Um, I think there's a couple of positions like that, right? I think you can get a receiver in if you need one. I think you could get a receiver's uh, got to take care of himself though. You know, he's got to be like still oh, working be out, in peak shape and stuff. Peak where shape, I feel like yeah. as a kicker, you're like, oh fuck, I'm kicking like two weeks. All right, yeah, I'll be there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, you got to stay so flexible and still in shape because no, that's, that's the true. thing. Especially I'm when you watch counting what they do. Because when you watch punters, the, how much they they like oh, get their legs up there. How the ridiculous. fuck they do that shit, man? I don't understand. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like when you see athletes, you're like, yeah, I could never. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like I went, I was playing uh, some hoops the other day with a friend of mine that played college basketball. Now, not even good college basketball. He just, you know, it was <laughs> like some. It is a fact. He played basketball <laughs> while he was also in college. Like, but man, he was just carving me up. Like I, I like I now know what it feels like to be Tyron Lue in Game One of the NBA Finals <laughs> against Allen Iverson. And it's like once you get that, you're just like, yeah, man, I'm not an athlete. And imagine what it would be like if I was playing against a true athlete. Oh my god, you know? it did just it'd be so bad. Which is funny because we like to like we see people fucking up. We're like, I could do better than that. Like, no, no, okay. not even close. Not, <laughs> yeah, even, not even, not even fucking close. Like, I think I could be a little bit better than Trevor Simeon. I couldn't even be half of what he is. You know. Yeah, for sure. Like realistically, when I watch him play, I'm like, I could be better. But then if I try it, they'd be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's almost like he doesn't know how to play quarterback. I'd be like, "Well, that's fair." Yeah, all right, last last things I want to touch on for uh, Sunday, uh, things I'm really worried about as far as, um, you know, Chiefs defense. They do a lot of weird blitzes. They got this dude, Chris Sorensen, the safety, uh, watching their highlights. He makes a lot of big plays, uh, like interceptions or forced fumbles. He's kind of like this weird rogue player, like what we want Jeff Heath to be. Yeah, what we, could, um, what we wish Jeff Heath would have worked out to be. So kind of watch out for him on Sunday, number uh, 49, you know. Uh, Marcus Peters, number 22, their, their corner, is just a ball hawking yeah. corner. Peters he gets is... picks, he gets forced fumbles, he's all over the field, but he can get burned at times. So hopefully it's one of those games where we just take advantage of it and we win that 50-50 coin flip if it's a pick or it's a touchdown or not. Right, for sure. Um, so I can't I can't confirm it, but I just saw one tweet that said Cole Beasley passes con- concussion protocol, so he might be playing. I think he will. Um, but I can't, like I can only found one person that said that, and I can't find anyone else. Oh, I did just find the final injury report news, though. Let's look at this. Yeah, hit that. Um, okay, so they have listed Cole Beasley as questionable officially, so... I don't know. Maybe that maybe that tweet was bullshit. They've listed Cheeto is out, of course. Dan Bailey is out. Uh, Malik Collins is questionable to play. D Ford for the Kansas City Chiefs has been listed as out. That's huge. As has Albert Wilson. So they're both out for tomorrow's game. That's or huge. for Sunday's game. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, no, that is great. Uh, the only questionable Chief they have is Justin Houston. So maybe questionable slides to uh, Doubtful, and we'll see. But... Yeah, so it looks like Cole Beasley's questionable, um, as is Malik Collins. Which, I, that's not good about Malik, man. We need him to play. He's yeah, a really, really good run stopper. They have him listed as a foot injury, which is one of those things that can definitely nag a defensive lineman, which fucking sucks. That's huge, yeah. Like, 
man, we're, it's gonna be it's gonna be worrisome. Uh, hopefully, we can get Cole Beasley in there. Hopefully, we can get Malik. Uh, okay, he says that he says that he has passed concussion protocol. However, uh, Cowboys personnel would like to reevaluate him early Sunday morning, just in case. I like that. So at least at least we're making we're. Ta- I bet. So I think he's passed the NFL's one, and we want to test him one more time on Sunday or something. That's like cool, that. man. I, I actually respect the fuck out of the Cowboys for doing that. Yeah, I know for sure. Um, which is good. I mean, it's so you know for the game football is can it is just a game at the end of the day. You know what I mean? You don't even fuck around or risk somebody's ability to say their kids to live. Name yeah, at the end of, at the end of their life. Um, yeah, for real. All right, man. We'll we'll be back on Sunday hitting a reaction right after this game. Uh, you know, I don't have any shows going on that night, so we no, should be yeah, able to. We'll, we'll definitely hit that, we'll hit that 15, 20 minute reaction. Hopefully, it'll be a positive one. But major takeaway is Zeke's playing. That's um, beautiful, man. The the law free Zeke, has free Zeke. blessed us again. He's been free for yet again. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hey, next Friday night, I'm doing a show at Dallas Comedy House. Uh, comedian Josh Johnson. He's been on Comedy Central. He's got an album out on iTunes. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, tickets are only like ten bucks, man. They're not expensive. It's a really cool club. You should come check it out if you're available in the uh, Dallas area. In the meantime, man, uh, you know we're always putting out uh, podcasts. You can listen to our last ones, review last week's game, uh, reaction on the Zeke news, and we'll be back on Sunday. Yeah, until then, um, we're at the Dallas Diehards Instagram, at Dallas Diehards on Twitter. Try to do a lot of breaking new stuff there. We'll let you know when some new episodes are coming out. Yeah, and if uh, if you want to know anything about my stand-up, uh, look me up, uh, Spencer Cilio, last name S-I-L-E-O. And we're out.